Welcome to the Bavada at Odds podcast. I'm your host, Seth Everett, the head odds maker at BavadaSportsbook.com, the one, the only, Patrick Morrow. Patrick, how are you? Seth, I've, I've got a bit of a problem, actually. Um, you do. It turns out, it, it turns out that uh, actually I stay out too late. And because of that, it turns out I've got nothing on my brain. At least that's what people say. I stay out too late. Got nothing. I'm doing great, Seth. I'm doing great. I'm listen. I'm doing about as well as a Chiefs fan in the Kelsey family press box right now. I had a fantastic weekend. <laughs> I had to recoup it all with you and the listeners this week. Uh, I'm feeling good. I hope you're feeling at least half as good as I am right now. It was the camera shot that rocked the NFL, and give nothing to the fact that Taylor Swift is the biggest icon right now in pop culture, you throw in the fact that it's the Kansas City Chiefs and she's going out with this guy who's had an Amazon Prime documentary on him that I haven't seen. It it was just a confluence of worlds colliding. And then she's sitting with the mom who was on every American talk show Super Bowl week because her two sons were playing each other last year in the Super Bowl. It was it was like the perfect confluence of events. Seth, I know you and I are both uh, big red zone guys. Uh, you know, we we can't go We're a whole five Swifties. minutes. Let's let's get this out of the out of the out of the way here. Let's just acknowledge we are not Swifties. That's that's right. I mean, listen, and nothing against uh, the so-called Swifties out there. There's more than a few songs uh, that I can uh, get down to, but I, I have to say, you know, my wife was disappointed on Sunday because she had just a single game on, you know, she was enjoying the NFL like the, the cavemen zone. used to, just watching a single game. Just one football and that, game. And that game was Chiefs-Bears, and CBS pulled away uh, late <laughs> in the third to... quarter to <laughs> a game that was still meaningful, but that's not why my wife was watching. Right, she but, was not but, interested but it was the Arizona-Dallas the game. They were going to the Arizona-Dallas game where Arizona pulls off the biggest upset, and that should have been the lead. But it's not. It's Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Well, that's what I'm telling you. You know, Arizona beating Dallas, that was awesome for the book. That uh, back-ended a really, really great day for us at Bavada. And my wife could not have cared less. She was just abjectly horrified that Tay-Tay was removed from the screen. Just (laughs) furious. So my favorite... As always, we we can't make everyone happy, right? No, of course not. My my favorite part of this whole experience uh, has been the reaction... You know, Taylor Swift is known for going on these these relationships with with men and then writing songs about. So people are expecting (laughs) the songs. That's what they're here for. They want to see what happens. Even if this goes well, there'll be songs. The other part was my my other favorite was the reaction of Philadelphia, because when she was at Lincoln Financial Field, she proclaimed herself an Eagles fan. Mm. That, that Those are her words, not mine. Listen, so. I, I'm old enough to remember when she was a country music star instead of, you know, the pop sensation that she is today. So if nothing else, just further proof of Taylor Swift's ability to rebrand relative to the situation. Chiefs win the Super Bowl. She's all in. Sorry, Eagles. I, now what I want is for that quarterback show to not be called quarterback. I want it to be called just follow the Chiefs. Just follow the Chiefs and give me that kind of access. 
Yeah, I mean, they there's so many good stories in the NFL, but it, it's hard to get away from the most likable and the most versatile and dynamic QB in the league. Uh, Andy Reid's right. second act in coaching and how beloved he is by the players on that team, how they've been able to retool with uh, top wide receivers leaving in the offseason and having success elsewhere. And uh, just what they're able to do week in, week out. They're, a, they're not only one of the best teams in football, maybe a 1A to San Francisco's one, uh, but they're also just a really likable group, right? And they also have that they're game hard day experience. Game, right. they're, a, they're an easy team to root for. Mm-hmm. I don't have I don't have a, a horse in that race. You know what I mean? I'm not a Chiefs fan per se, uh, but I've said, you know, a thousand times, you know, Patrick Mahomes comes from good stock. I knew his father mm-hmm. and I know all of his father's friends really, really well. And they swear by this guy. They say he is the salt of the earth and is the the gem. Um, it's, it's just wild to see. It really is wild to see. Meanwhile, the, the typo in the whole thing was the dolphins and the Denver Broncos and former Bavada at odds, super guest Terrell Davis, who eviscerated the Broncos defense and said that they were an embarrassment to the organization. The Broncos play another winless team this week in the bears and the dolphins go to Buffalo and Tua Tungabailoa already has a thousand yards passing. The Dolphins are such a fun story this year. Um, a, a lot of uh, early season and preseason hype for them as well, in terms of betting into the futures board. And uh, oh boy, the Broncos! I mean, they started off the season with that onside kick against the Raiders. Here's Peyton. It's going to be different. Uh, even last week, they looked good against the Commanders. They're up by a few scores there before bailing. Um, you know, if one of the stories is how great and how fun Miami is and how dynamic that offense is, another story just has to be the whiff in Denver right now. How much money they gave up for Peyton, uh, the draft picks they had to concede as well, uh, just to be able to get the rights to him. Uh, you know, is Russell Wilson, Wilson officially washed? Uh, you know, can he be trusted to cook anymore? It doesn't really look too particularly great in Denver. You know, and I know the NFL were so good at overreacting, but through three weeks, um, you know, it's it's hard to think of teams that we like a little bit more than Miami. You know, San Fran, amazing. But Denver, what a step back for them. 70 points. We have players, Seth, requesting bets today for us to price a line on whether the Dolphins will beat the all-time scoring record in the NFL. Now they get an extra game to do it than teams did just a couple of years ago. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to think of who's going to stop and slow down that offense. Uh, the Bills are going to give it a good crack this weekend. But, uh, oof, that's going to be tough. You know, a lot of people thought beginning of the season that they know everything about football. It's going to be these top three teams, Kansas City, uh, Buffalo and Cincinnati. And Cincinnati's had question marks. Buffalo's had question marks. We'll have to wait and see. But the Miami Dolphins are a player in this whole thing. They are very, very interesting. Yeah, They are now actually the updated favorite to win the AFC East. They obviously got a little bit of help with the injury situation with the New York Jets. Um but also just their actual play on the field. I mean, they're plus 59 points right now. I think that's leading the league in terms of uh, points, four points against differential. And uh, they look good in doing it. You know, I, I think that Chargers week uh, week one game was phenomenal. I, I think of the poor Chargers as a team that each year should be better than their record. But, you know, th- this Dolphins team, they're surprising odds makers. They're surprising uh you know, certainly betters as well, although they were much more popular week three. They weren't as popular with betters week one and week two. And I just think, um, yeah, it, with the Chiefs, you know, they're going to be the favorite in the AFC until they're not. 
But to have the Dolphins uh, supplant the Bills uh, is pretty interesting so far. I know they've got a one win on them right now, and that impacts uh, how these futures odds are priced up. But the Dolphins look legit. They look for real. Um, maybe some questions defensively once they start facing some tougher teams. Uh, but I think a lot of questions are going to be answered this weekend when they take on the Bills. I have one funny Jets story for you. Just one, one, just one. The Jets tried to beat New England. They tried to come back, but Zach Wilson is not the answer, and he looks like he did last year. So any impact that Aaron Rodgers had, and Aaron Rodgers uh, said this week that he's not going to be at the Jets facility until he can walk. Well, that's not for a while, so forget it. Zach, you know, Zach Wilson's just not happening. Um, did you know about the Amazon Prime deal with the NFL for Black Friday? Only recently, and that's because I'm in a survivor contest in Vegas from when I was there in August, and I signed up, and one of the stipulations is you have to play the American Thanksgiving or Black Friday game. And I was thinking, I've never, I can't recall an NFL Black game Friday on Black game, Friday. Right. There's never been a Black Friday. Yeah, they're, they're playing uh, 3 p.m. Black Friday, so I have to pick a survivor for either Thursday or Friday right? and Sunday. But this this has got to be the first year they've done it, right? Well, this I can is the first anyway. year they're doing it, and the game they selected which if Aaron Rodgers doesn't get hurt is a gem of a game. It's mm -hmm. the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets at MetLife Stadium. So one of my good buddies uh, is a Jets season ticket holder. And he had told me we were out socially and he had told me how they were going away for Thanksgiving. And what was he going to do with his Jets tickets? And, you know, I've told this story before. I met my wife in the press box of giant stadium. Um, you know, the Jets are kind of why my family exists. And I thought it would be fun for Black Friday since we're not going far. We're going to be in town. We could go on Friday. It's a perfect time. Three o'clock in the afternoon. That's perfect. So mm -hmm. I tell him this is in the preseason. This is during hard knocks. I said, I'll buy them from you. Faith value. No problem. So I, uh, I, I Apple money him and he sends me these tickets. Now I have these two tickets to the Black Friday game. When Zach Wilson threw the interception to essentially clinch it for New England, the text from him was no backsies. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was a lot oh, of buildup, but that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. What, what do they call that sunk cost now? So, um, I listen, make make a David's Black Friday, you know, take the kids out shopping in the morning, I'm try and get some deals. Yeah. Right. And you know what? I think who knows, maybe by then things will have gotten so bad for the Jets that they've uh, you know, picked another QB off the the heap, uh the island of misfit toys out there. Maybe a Carson Wentz in your future. <laughs> Sorry, I said that, then I couldn't help myself. I couldn't keep a straight face. But uh, anyone is better than Zach Wilson. Maybe it's Trevor Semien. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm not doing a great job. I'm sorry, Seth. Uh, you got a lemon there. Uh, no backsies. That was what what, what he No backsies. Just like life, no backsies. No, just like life. All right, let's take a look at week four in the NFL. Don't screw around now. We'll, 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 we, we, can, we can be serious. No, no backseats. No touch the backseats. Let's start with the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. That's the Thursday night prime video game. Lions, a, a road favorite against Green Bay? Seth, this is, this is shaping up to be a real good one. We're all still trying to figure out what to make of Jordan Love 
uh, as a starting QB in this new era for the Green Bay Packers. And, you know, I, I think while we figure that out, I've got to say I'm incredibly impressed with what the Packers did last weekend against the Saints. Uh, they did, you know, a classic analytics move of they were down two touchdowns, but on the first touchdown, they went for a two-point conversion because that puts you in position to win the game at the end if you get a touchdown, uh, or you can go for two again to try and tie it. Uh, mathematically, it makes sense, but it's for a lot of risk-averse co- uh, coaches out there, it's not too popular. Meanwhile, you have the Lions and Dan Campbell. That running game looks good. The defense looks good uh, in what's otherwise a pretty wide open NFC North. Um, this is probably your one in one A teams here. Uh, looking at uh, the current uh, liability, and yeah, you have the Detroit Lions as ever so slight one point road favorites in this one. And uh, yeah, about 85% of all bets so far at Bavada are on the line. Seth. Of all the Sunday games, the one most appealing, what is Tua Tungavailoa going to do at Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, New York? Can the Buffalo Bills put it together and show that they are the class of the AFC East? Or is this Miami's time to really take things center stage? Yeah, Seth, this is certainly one of the marquee games of the week. And uh, I think for Miami, it's going to be their biggest early challenge to see how legitimate are they. You know, they a great game against the Chargers, although you've got to be concerned about the defense giving up 34 points. Uh, they beat a Patriots team in a close one that, uh, you know, this Patriots team, not too much is expected of them this year. And then they smacked around the Broncos and that Broncos team it just looks entirely hapless. Meanwhile, you look at the Buffalo Bills and really inconsistent performance for them so far. They blew a layup uh, Monday Night Football Week 1 with Aaron Rodgers going down early. Uh, Josh Allen with uh, three interceptions in that game. Still got a little bit too much gunslinger in him to uh, have Buffalo Bills feeling uh, too comfy. Having said all of that, though, Seth, the Bills are ever so slight two and a half point home favorites in this one. Uh, and what's not surprising, the Dolphins are taking the vast majority of the bets with roughly 70% of all money line and point spread bets on the Dolphins at Bavada. All right. Uh, Bavada is no different from any other sports book. The world is captivated by Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. How quickly did you guys put up odds and what are they about this now celebrity relationship that I don't think is a publicity stunt, but oh my God, it has all the trappings. Seth, this is, uh, oh my gosh, this this is the silly season of odds making, but uh, you're right. We are certainly not above it here as, uh, you know, as soon as we got confirmation that she was going to be in attendance and, uh, you know, not just in attendance, but in, you know, the family box, you know, she didn't just have any old seat at the game. She was sitting, uh, you know, getting very close with the Kelsey family very, very quick. So it looks like there is legs to this. So as a result, we posted a few specials out there. Uh, will they announce an engagement in 2023, uh, uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? Will Travis Kelsey be spotted at a Taylor Swift concert by end of year? And, uh, you know, if they do announce a relationship, Seth, will they also end that it's announced that it's been separated by the end of 2024? So we got a few different <laughs> things out there, you know, where we're trying to capitalize on this. Like I said, uh, you know, my wife was more interested in the Taylor Swift stuff than she was in the game herself. So uh, that's a pretty good signifier to us at Bavada that we've got to be posting these kind of odds just to keep people interested in the various ways that you can bet the NFL, even the Swift ones. Just to humor me, because I know you like to humor me, Syracuse plays uh, Clemson this weekend. Uh, Clemson is considered uh, to be having a down year. Uh, the game is at the Dome. My orange are 4-0. Give me a chance. 
Did Clemson go to Wall Street to find a starting QB this week as well? I know they did that for a place kicker uh, last Saturday, and that didn't work out too well Clemson for them. Clemson is 0-2 in the conference. They're 0-2 yeah. in the conference. Syracuse they're 0-2. They're, 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 and they are a seven-point road favorite. That's right. Clemson is a seven-point road favorite in this one. I Listen, I would, regardless of the position at uh, Bavada, which I'm not even going to look at, I am rooting hard for Syracuse in this one because Dabo is a wiener. He rails against uh, NIL stuff. He, you know, rails against the players being properly compensated. And, uh, you know, instead of maybe getting a kicker or somebody else through the transfer portal last week, he just grabbed somebody who was starting a job elsewhere and then put that poor kid in a position to fail. I think, you know, they could have been far more aggressive. If you know that your kicker hasn't kicked for many, many months prior to this game, I don't know why you're setting up for field goal attempts at the end. Um, and I, I think that's just been indicative of all, not just his coaching, but the coaching of a lot of coaches where they coach not to lose the game. They don't coach to win. And I think Dabo blew that against uh, Florida State last weekend. So I am hoping, despite the fact that your Syracuse Orange are seven-point underdogs in this one set, I hope they lay a beat down. I well, think the game's wide open. And if you're Clemson, you got to be feeling down too. So you, you might be catching them on a slow week. Well, this is the winnable one. You know, North. They, yeah. After this, they go to North Carolina, and then they play Florida State. Uh, they're not winning those games, and this is the winnable. Probably one. This, not. This is the one they have a chance. And if you think about it, because their schedule is weird, it's these three weeks against top the top teams in the conference. Everything else is super winnable. You could be an eight yeah. or nine win team if you win this game. Their season comes down to this week. And I know we're not I, talking I, about one team, yeah. but. If there if there was ever a week, I'm paying super attention. I watch all the games, but if this if there ever was a week that you go in saying, you know what, couple of things happen our way, this could work. This yeah. would be it. And and Seth, this 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 is our show, so we can talk about Syracuse all we want, just like we talk about Liverpool, we talk about Arsenal. You know, if you want to go to the the James Madison odds cast, then uh, you know, go find, go be the change you want to see in the world, folks. But uh, over here, James we are unapologetically Madison talking about all our cast? favorite teams. Is that a is that a podcast? Is that that, that a real? I, I mean, if somebody wants to, that the fine folks uh, at the James Madison uh, University wish to, um, they can certainly do it. But uh, here on the Bavada at Odds podcast, we'll keep uh, the content hopefully interesting to you, but near and dear to our heart. Absolutely, and we will of certainly course. not apologize for it. Of course. Um, meanwhile, as we call it a day, uh, I will say I was amazed. My kids amaze me all the time, but my kid amazed me. You know, I have had a standard policy for as long as I've been in broadcasting. Uh, all preseason, preseason sports are stupid. Um, I don't watch spring training, you know, now, especially now that I didn't have to, um, preseason football is dumb. Uh, preseason basketball, dumb. The, the preseason Premier League nonsense, that's dumb. Preseason hockey, just as dumb. My kids were watching preseason hockey and cheering like they had scored a regular season goal. They are in, they are jonesing for hockey, and hockey is soon to come. Dare I say, Seth, it sounds like they're ready for it. Are you ready for it? Oh, well, what can I say? Don't blame me, folks. Oh, and one baseball note I wanted to throw out. Uh, about 15 years ago, um, was it 15 years? Yeah. 
I uh, went on a lot of television and radio stations saying that I thought the New York Yankees, if they were going to replace Joe Torre, should do so with Don Mattingly, not Joe Girardi. And Joe Girardi won the World Series in 2009, and I just I found him to be just not fun to deal with. Don mm-hmm. Mattingly is one of my favorite people in the sport. He was my favorite player growing up, and he turned out he's a real class guy, and I've gotten a chance to get to know him over the years. The rumor is he's now a coach with the Blue Jays. But the rumor is, is that if the Yankees move on from Aaron Boone, that now Don Mattingly, who was uh, an untested manager because he hadn't had the experience, he's he was with the Dodgers for five years and the Marlins. And he's managed good teams and bad teams. I think that Don Mattingly is the next manager of the Yankees. And I do think the kid in me is going to be very cool because if he puts on a uniform, he's going to wear his 23, which has been retired. And that was my favorite player growing up. So I'm camping. I want him to get so the real ball. question, though, Seth. Will he take care of those sideburns? <laughs> oh, the, yeah. The, the shaving. Yeah, you'd have to. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the rule. I, went, I, I saw your Blue Jays up, up close. I went to the game. I know. I know. I was, so when you started that and you said, like, it's been 15 years, I thought you were going to say since you've been to a baseball game. No, no, no. <laughs> no I went. All yeah. right. The Jays, the, the Jays are in the playoff hunt. You know, when you expand the wild card so that half the, the teams can make the playoffs now, uh, it gets pretty exciting for Toronto baseball. We'll see. Well, we might even have to talk about baseball next week. Yeah, we you'll might. have a wild card uh, series. If the season ends today, the Jays would face the Rays in a wild, in a best yep. of three. Yep. No, it's it's good. It's it's the it's the perfect time of year. Everything's humming, like you said. You got the preseason hockey. Uh, you know, wetting the appetite ever so slightly. I'm not going to watch any of that. But the playoff baseball, the football, I can even smell the NBA on the horizon. Uh, it's happening, man. We are entering peak sports season. All right, that'll do it for the Bavada at Odds podcast. Shake it off. Give me a give me a good Taylor Swift ending. Right, you took mine. I was going to say shake it off. All right. All right, well, I will personally shake this off and have a better one ready for you guys next week. Thanks, guys.